Hello and welcome back to the Awaken Together podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Jen. And we want to welcome you to season three. Woo-hoo. <laughs> we have missed this space and missed you all. And yeah, we're calling today's episode What the Fuck is Happening? And we're going to put this one out a little like earlier for you guys because we have just been thinking about all the stuff going on around the world. It's been really hitting us right in the heart and we thought we'd have an open conversation just to kind of get it out and share some thoughts for our community. Um, So welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've been feeling it for sure and figured we'd just hop on and start this season early. The rest of the episodes will actually begin um, in September and we'll be offering episodes every week uh, of this fall. So lots of exciting content that we're pumped to get out to you all. Um, But for today what the fuck is happening, (laughs) really. A little trigger warning that we're going to be covering some intense topics today, so if you're not in the headspace to listen to that, you know, it's it's really important that you take care of yourself first and above all, and that you're in a good space where you're ready to to hear it and get deep and maybe question some things that you've thought or that have been happening. Uh, But we want to start with just a little bit of grounding (laughs) to get us in the space of receiving what is going to come. So if you're in a place where you can um, find a seat, please do that. Uncross your legs and plant your feet firmly on the ground beneath you. Lean your back upright. If you're sitting in a chair, rest your spine against the back of the chair. Feel a lift in the crown of your head and a rooting down through your hips. Maybe you place your hands on your body. Maybe they feel nice on your heart. Let's take a few moments just to breathe. Let your exhales be longer than your inhales. When we do this, we send a message to our nervous systems that we're in a safe place to just let go. Let's take a few rounds together. Deep breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Two more like that. Breath in. And out. One more time, deepest one yet. Breathe all the way in. Feel your ribs expand. Hold it at the top. Open your mouth. Clear it all out. Seal your lips and continue breathing in through your nose and out through your nose. Beginning to release the hold on your breath and just letting it flow in and out. open your eyes back up if they were closed 
And now we can begin. (laughs) Thank you, Kat. So needed that. And let me tell you the amount of times I have had to go back to my breath in the last month, couple months. It's just been a constant taking stuff in, thinking it through, and then bringing myself back into my body, connecting back with my breath. And I've just been very thankful for all the action steps and healing that I have taken in years previous to be able to kind of navigate this time with um, a sense of being able to not only feel all the emotions that have been screaming to be felt, but also know how to kind of transmute some of those heavier emotions into... um, not just immobilization, but being able to turn like anger into passion, taking my sadness, my grief and all of this and being able to channel it into deeper connections and conversations, just really, really important stuff that this healing and spiritual journey has given me in my toolbox to be able to navigate all of this better. So Mm -hmm. grateful. Likewise. Yes. And let's call out some of the things that have been going on, shall we? Yeah. (laughs) List it off. Yeah. So to start with Roe v. Wade being overturned, uh, we're experiencing a massive attack on women's rights. Uh, Recently, also, 96% of Republicans voted to make birth control illegal, so it continues. Gay marriage is also being threatened, along with LGBTQ plus rights. Police brutality is an all-time high, and the mass shootings continue. Yeah, so heavy, heavy freaking stuff. Um, I thought that me and Kat would go back and forth and just kind of share some of the experiences we had as this stuff kind of came to the news and got shared. Um, and I think just to preface from my perspective, this has all hit like I feel like a lot of layers deeper than for some, I think with all of this, um, Roe v. Wade stuff getting overturned. I've not only felt like a lot of my religious trauma stuff kind of resurfacing with some of these more conservative values being pushed and also seeing the way a lot of my um, kind of more conservative family members and uh, old circles have responded to this stuff. Being able to see that perspective on top of this, I think, has cut me like layers deeper Um, and yeah, if you're on like the TikTok space, I think we've been able to see a lot of stories being shared. I think there's, um, yeah, this just goes a lot of layers deeper, but we're going to kind of stay within the context somewhat best I can (laughs) on just kind of the women's rights focus. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll start with just kind of what that like morning looked like for me and what happened kind of throughout the day. Um, I, yeah, I got announced really early or I feel like I heard it really early. It was like with my morning coffee and I was just immediately burst into tears. I was like so angry. I remember shaking as I was drinking my coffee, um, and just being so frustrated that this had actually happened, um, that it wasn't just rumored. It was real, really, really there and really, really present And then the weirdest part about all of it was I had to be at work. So having to 
go from this like very visceral reaction to then having to kind of mask when I am obviously very anti having to mask some of my feelings very open about sharing and letting it out and so it was just kind of this weird extra layer that I had to then put on a happy happier face and show up at work and be able to hold space for my patients while I'm feeling all this rage and actually my boss right when I walked in I was like he was like how are you Jen I was like really bad because my rights were just taken but you know we're gonna I'm gonna do the best we can just getting through this and he was just like oh sorry <laughs> just puts a hand on my shoulder and I was like I'm gonna do the best I can I'm just like tears just continuously just kept coming up just be, you know I feel like every bit of work I do even in patient care is all for um yeah people it's people that have been failed by a system that are struggling to get back to work and get back to reality so it's just there was a lot of irony tied in with all of that um but I went through my day um I yeah took in little bouts of social media when I got home but I honestly couldn't handle very much that first day um, and I did probably not maybe the best move on day number one, but I was just feeling so much that I figured why not just um, rip off the bandaid and do the whole thing. So I have not been on Facebook in like three years besides like occasionally logging in to look at those old photo albums, you know, as you do. Mm -hmm. um, and so I went on my husband's account and just started reading what some of my family members were saying. And that like opened up an entire world of people that were celebrating and said, I will never forget this day. It's the most beautiful day in history to be able to take this giant stand for God and that this is um, so beautiful that faith is coming back to the surface. I also saw a whole comment thread under a Roe v. Wade post about how now God wants his rainbow back. We know what we need to take down next. We got to get this country back into a biblical mind frame or it's going to keep falling apart. And just seeing these perspectives that I'm so out of tune with at this point, but very much I remember on like a cellular level because it's in my trauma body from the way I was raised. But having all of that be read on top of um, kind of everything that happened and even looking under the Roe v. Wade hashtag and seeing that it was very kind of split between celebration for how beautiful of a move that was to also seeing people, yeah, devastated. Um, and just to share one like final bit of that day, like when I first initially felt that pain, it was so much more than it just being this like federal regulation being pulled. It's just in my body and in my mind flashed like all of these personal stories of times I was taken advantage of, close friends have been taken advantage of, um, the the situations my friends and close like close people in my circle have relied on that kind of federal protection in really awful times in their lives and I just think I kind of flash and had this empath feeling for so many stories that came before me um and yeah I also had like flashes of like the women that had to 
fight with their lives for this um, all those years ago and how, you know, the original fight of Roe v. Wade was because there was malicious things happening to women um, and they were seeing like the underground world of abortions and what was happening and how doctors were manipulating women to doing things for them if they did stuff for them just it just got really grimy and unprotected and really scary um and so yeah all that kind of flashed in my head and one flash and it was overwhelming mm. and cat was in a completely kind yeah. of uh different perspective which i honestly really loved and appreciated seeing you were like my grounding light Aww. just so you know but yes tell us kind of what what went down for you yeah so it's it's really really interesting um june 24th is my best friend Margie's birthday, and we were at Electric Forest together. The music That's like top home. <laughs> yeah, my home, my happy place uh, that we look forward to going to every year. Um, it was year seven, and so we had have just been waiting for this moment for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and so we were there, and I went on Instagram early that morning, uh, just as I was in my tent, like, just waking up for the day around, like, 11 or something, mm -hmm. um, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, no, like, oh, my God, it actually happened, like, yeah, we'd heard the the rumors and that this might happen and that was scary enough but to see that oh shit like here we are it's done now um that I I kind of took and didn't let myself really go into it because of the setting of where I was and didn't feel like it was the time for me to really go in and feel that and fully understand what that means for myself, for the women in my life, for the our country as a whole. Um, and so I also was really well aware that it was my best friend's birthday and I didn't want this to ruin her entire day. Um, and I know she didn't want that either. So after got getting out of the tent, um, wishing her happy birthday, asked, I asked her, you know, did you see what happened with Roe versus Wade um, in abortion? She said, yes, I cannot believe it. And kind of had that moment of like, oh my God, like, what does this mean? Um, but we also mutually agreed that we're going to kind of deal with that. We had the privilege of dealing with that when we got home, knowing that we are both from states that um, have really progressive abortion laws and that will not be overturned. Mm -hmm. um, we're really lucky here in Colorado. We have some of the best abortion laws in the whole country. Yeah. Um, but it still doesn't diminish the fact of what's going on at a, a collective level for us women. So we kind of put that away. And then as we went on throughout the day, it was a really happy day. Um, and I was really glad to see, I was hoping this would happen, but most of the musical artists that we saw perform did say something and kind of dedicated their set to like coming together of people and how we are bigger than any political, you know, movements and that we have the power to change. To change what's going on and it was it was very empowering it was also just taking a moment for sadness and um I think it was Sylvan Esso we saw she kind of like had a a moment of silence and all of it connected really beautifully with her sets with her music um 
and Grizz as well, he he did a couple times shared like what's going on and it was just really good to see like over the sea of 30,000 people like everybody that I could tell was very much in alignment of like yeah, this is fucked up and this is not going to be like what we're accepting uh mm -hmm. we're not just gonna be complacent with this like we're gonna have our fun time here at the forest and then we're gonna go home and get shit done mm -hmm. um what also happened that night and I didn't even mention this to you but that day I lost my birth control pill wild <laughs> and so to talk about like the interrelatedness mm -hmm. of everything like holy shit like yeah it doesn't affect me you know in my state but just thinking about that if I lived anywhere else and I lost my birth control pill and I got pregnant and I mm -hmm. couldn't have that baby you know yeah. that I wouldn't be able to so that stirred yeah. up some feelings for me. I'm now off the birth control pill, um, which we'll talk about another episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Riding yeah. all the waves of emotion, but ever crazy since... Crazy timing, though. Yeah. Seriously, mm -hmm. crazy timing. Um, and ever since being back, I've allowed myself to have those moments of going into, like, the grief that this has brought on. Um, and a lot of that, for me, has been, like, consuming different content on social media, different articles, um... Just like the, we, we all heard the story of the 10 year old girl, mm -hmm, right? Yeah. Who was yeah. raped um, by someone in her family and was not allowed to be given an abortion. Like, mm -hmm. that's just no, no words. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, aside from that, I've totally acknowledged that I am in an echo chamber on my social media because everyone that I follow is very much like me, like us, like progressive. And I don't come from, um, you know, a place where there's a lot of religious trauma um, and a lot of that being shoved down your throat. Um, and no one on my feet is celebrating Roe v. Wade being overturned. Mm -hmm. So connecting with Jen and hearing all about like your family yeah. and just what you're seeing because, you know, you're from Florida. I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah. Big differences in those communities. Um, so, yeah, it's been really interesting to hear that uh, from you uh, and acknowledging, too, that it's it's much more comfortable for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, there is a really good... Um, line of thought within all of this, I think, um, yeah, I think TikTok's algorithm as a whole has helped elevate voices that probably would not have been elevated through just like an Instagram space because Instagram just, it's hard to get as much context, you know, cause it's not people talking and sharing. So I do think that social media app as a whole has been able to, allow me to to hear perspectives as these big political things happen that maybe I wouldn't be as exposed to but I also I felt like a deep pull when this all like at first uh happened that I just started thinking of previous times in history when there's tried to be an oppression of a large group of people before like yeah we've seen in history repeat itself again and again um minority groups being pushed down or yeah 
just not getting a sense of freedom for absolutely everyone and how they express and live their life. We see history repeat itself in this. And, you know, we didn't have the internet and these other big giant movements. So we didn't, we weren't able to like go online and research things like outside of the context of our own bubble. So in a way, the internet can be the most freeing thing in the world because it allows you to get knowledge of something you wouldn't have access to if you look at previous times in history when this is this has happened so as much as it's important I think to take social media breaks and not over consume I've also tried to stay vigilant to the fact that this is the first time in history where we can be communicating this diversely about the topics that are happening if that makes some sense Mm -hmm. Um, so I've tried to stay vigilant on that too and so I think the the media has a lot of relevance I think it's also important important to do some research maybe outside of your context in small amounts not to the point of being immobilized but there are conversations happening in the internet space that you can see all ranges of thinking behind absolutely everything um so i'm gonna share to um one of the initial things as was kat was saying like i felt like i because of this religion trauma background, I wanted to open a conversation up with my family. Right when this happened, I felt like we, I bring up uncomfortable conversations with them kind of often. I've gone from no contact to contact back and forth and definitely tried out various things as I navigated my own healing journey. But I felt like this huge fire that I needed to kind of share um, my perspective in this after reading what was put on social media by my family. Um, So I can share like just a smidge of that conversation because, um, yeah, it's it's kind of a unique take, I think, on some of it. So I really try to paint the picture for my family who have very conservative Christian values and really believe that all of all of these uh, LBGTQ plus getting rights, um, all of the women's rights, they feel all of this like defies what the Bible is saying. And they think that the Bible should win. And as much as they were against getting forced vaccinations for COVID, you know, you also see them deeply wanting the freedom to be able to do. um, Yeah, it just they kind of contradict themselves and wanting everyone to have rights they say so nothing is forced on them but then doing the very thing that they're saying they don't want and trying to force things on other people very contradictory (laughs) very (laughs) contradicting but I get even annoyed having to argue like so many like petty points and I really just tried to give a deeper context picture to them that our family We come from a lot of generations of really strict religious beliefs, um, especially like, yeah, Christianity. And within all of that, my family really directly plays a part to um, our ancestors were a part of the original group that probably really did awful things to the Native Americans when they first colonized this country. We're a part of definitely the the deep south and uh, slave owning racism, like just heavy. All of that is in my family's history. Um, and 
if you look at any of those movements, a lot of them got justified by biblical implications again and again, and then would start to kind of slack on what they thought the Bible's interpretation of, and then get a little bit more loose on it. But behind all that biblical push is also like justifying abuse and really toxic behavior that ends up usually impacting minority groups and people of color and um yeah and even the lbgtq plus community which i feel like is just at the threshold of having like more freedom not that it's even there yet but closer than probably has ever been in history um and so yeah i try to paint a bigger picture to them that you know as much as they think they're trying to push this uh biblical agenda um, it's also very scary because we've seen that happen before in history where, um, yeah, the Bible was used to justify it. Um, and I just try to paint that as a, as a whole and tell them that, you know, you can have the right to your religion, your beliefs and all of that. And you can have the context you want within what you think women should and shouldn't do, but you can only navigate your own life and your own inner circle. And it gets really scary when you see bigger oversight on that stuff that um, leads to people not being protected and like, yeah, more problems coming out of it. Yeah, it feels like lately um, what we've been seeing is a lot of positive change, you know, in terms of like, yeah, with the LGBTQ plus community um, slowly begin beginning to get more rights, like the bathroom laws and mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah, um, we have like so many all gender bathrooms here in Colorado. It's freaking great. Colorado's the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes it feels like we're taking three steps forward all to take two steps back, right? Yeah. Um, and so progression and change feels slow. Um, but I think it's important to kind of zoom out sometimes and take it for the whole trajectory of where it's been, where it's going of this, this has happened in yeah. the past, you know, and it's, it's not, you know, and we, we've talked about how people say, we just need to get back to the way things used to be. Like that is so irrelevant. That is so. It's a slap in the face yeah. for so many of the stories we've been able to hear of people's pain and how their lives were so deeply affected by these like moral um, yeah, laws and just it's caused oppression again and again and again. And so stop saying it. We got to get back to this used to be the used to be really did only really elevate a very tiny um group of what this country is actually built on which right. is a lot of diversity and a lot of different ways of thinking yeah and sometimes um the infrastructure needs to be completely broken down in order to rebuild it even stronger mm -hmm. so that's how i stay hopeful um it's thinking about how yeah shit hits the fan and then we come together we rally the troops um when we understand the magnitude of like what's going on um and then we're going to come back even stronger uh but we can't just accept what's happening in order to get there so change is needed also it was super interesting to, for me to learn from you jen how um this is also like in the stars uh -huh, right? yeah so obviously we know that I'm very into astrology and this has been kind of like a little light in all of this too is you know I've heard um many people are trying to find like the root cause of this like why it's happening and I think we have to be tactful that um 
yeah, we can't know the entire bigger picture of why, but I do think having perspective that can make you feel lighter and more positive, but also still keep that fire within you to create action is important. But, you know, within a big chunk of the millennial and even Gen Z population, we have Pluto in Scorpio. It's mainly millennials. Um, and Pluto is a planet, is one of our outer planets that moves really slowly. So it lumps us into generations. I think we talked about this in the astrology episode. And we were given Scorpio Plutos. And Scorpio is all about taking all of the stuff that's been hidden and tucked away and in secret and bringing it up to the surface. And I think within any, within all of this, you can find a million negative perspectives and you can find a million um potential positive perspectives, but knowing that we have made so many things known and visible is also like kind of the most beautiful thing. Like we've been able to have conversations that have never been being able to be vocalized on larger platforms. And we are calling these uh, senators, these house representatives, like we are pulling out their life stories, bringing all this stuff to the surface. So that yeah things are not being said without a lot of context being revealed behind it so yeah it's kind of an information overload but it's also really beautiful that people can't just say something anymore because we will pull out all your secrets like <laughs> we will make sure that the secrets are known and I don't think people are able to get away with the stuff quite as easily as before we're causing like some serious inconvenience um and yeah that's beautiful being inconvenient <laughs> uh, creating inconvenience being wild being uh radically yourself is one of the most expansive ways to promote freedom I think of them all Absolutely. so loving it <laughs> absolutely and that uh really ties in well to I mean our whole intention for this podcast and not just this episode but all of Awaken Together is to help you like understand some tools and resources to get your get to know yourself on a deeper level so that you can really be rooted in yourself in your confidence, your abilities, and take empowered action on these huge movements that affect us all. Because if we're unclear of who we are and what we stand for, how the hell are we going to make change in the world and like let that ripple out? Yeah. And when we deeply know ourselves and we are not moving through life with under these old subconscious wounds and pains that are deep within us, when we know how to manage and feel our emotions and take ourselves from heightened heights to being able to bring ourselves back to a sense of safety, all of that helps you move through a more intuitive way so that when something actually comes up in your direct life, you're able to manage that in the most appropriate and beautiful way. You're not coming from old stories in the way you move through your life. And that is the whole point of this healing and spiritual journey is to get to that intuitive way of thinking. Heck yeah. So we want to kind of close out this episode by sharing some ideas um, and tools for when shit gets really hard um, and you can just like feel like you're doing something productive. Uh, sometimes the most productive thing to do is to rest. 
right? Mm -hmm. So taking those social media breaks, taking breaks from listening to the news, practicing your self-care, choosing your community mindfully and wisely, surrounding yourself with people who make you feel uplifted, seen, and heard, and that you can really connect with on a soul level. Um, also putting your money where your mouth is and donating to Planned Parenthood. If you're feeling like I want to be doing more, they are at the front lines of combating this. Um, and so donating to them right online is a great way to do it. Yeah, I went and did some protesting at the Capitol, which was great and very needed. I also think it's really important that we listen to um, people of color, people in the uh, LBGTQ plus community, the people that have fought oppression again and again. It's really important to listen to those voices because, yeah, we are now lumped in as a giant group of uterus bodies all being affected by this. But there's been groups that have had to continuously climb to the top that have more organized resources because they've been a part of it. So making sure that you kind of diversify the opinions that you're getting, you listen to people that are outside of your circle. And I also think focusing on your own self-love journey continuously, um, yeah, playing with all of the things we've like shared with, using yoga, using meditation, using sound healing, using all of the things that we have shared to continue to get to know yourself so that when more people wake up to who they actually are, it's going to be impossible to tame us again. And that was my um, capital holding sign, untamed. Mm. (laughs) That's what I had because I so deeply believe that it's in the taming of this that we see those oppressive thoughts. So keep untaming yourself. Keep learning how to embrace all the beautiful parts of who you are. And I am a huge documentary and book fan. So I was going to share a couple of the books that I think have deeply impacted I honestly have so many maybe we can make a post for you guys too on our um, Awaken Together podcast Instagram page but the moment of lift is a really beautiful book by Melinda Gates I think it really paints the picture with a lot of data on how we have gotten to a place where birth control was accessible how um yeah, just the journey of women's rights, even in this country and in other countries. It was a very, very fascinating read. I love Braving the Wilderness by Brene Brown that talks about a lot of the political movements behind embracing freedom for all and braving these oppressive systems. And I love Untamed by Glennon Doyle, who also does the same and shares about untaming yourself and what that looks like for the individual and the collective at large. Um, For Roe v. Wade, some really good documentaries. The Janes is on HBO. I thought that gave so much insight of why Roe v. Wade um, becoming federal law was so significant with the what was going on in those times. Um, and then Reversing Roe is also on Netflix and had a lot of good data about the history behind the, the movement, what was going on. And I also love Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, documentary that really goes over the background of women legislation and what it has looked like in the country too. Hell yeah. Thank you for those resources. (laughs) That's awesome. Great place to start. Um, And yeah, thank you all so much for being an amazing part of our community and for just showing up, for being here with us. We love you all and can't wait to talk with you again in September. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.